Welcome to another episode of New Things Are Coming with your host, Zenzi Ngevo. Today, we're going to be talking about Arise and Shine. That is the theme for today. Arise and Shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises over you. This is taken from the book of Isaiah chapter 60. I'm going to read it. It reads as follows. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and deep darkness the people. But the Lord will arise over you, and his glory will be seen upon you. The Gentiles shall come to your light, and the kings to the brightness of your rising. So, um, as I've been you know, listening and um, finding out from the Lord, Father, what is it that you want me to speak today? I don't have a word. I don't know what to speak, but you know what you want me to speak, Lord. So I heard the word arise and shine. And as I heard the word arise and shine, Isaiah chapter 60, you know, came into my heart. And I went into this word. And as I've been reading the word, something was highlighted in my spirit as I was reading the word because the Lord just reminded me of what I've been picking up and sensing. Just um, this month of October, just today in the morning, around about past seven, uh, I met a lady and uh, she was like, Yo, Zinzi, I am so tired. And I'm like, you just woke up you know, you are going to work. You have not done anything. You you slept the whole night. This is the spirit. It's spiritual. It's not physical. And yesterday, I had a long chat with another lady. And she was also telling me the same thing. Yo, sissy, I don't know what is happening to me. I am tired these days. You know, I'm always tired. I'm so, I'm so tired. And uh, I spoke to her. And then... Two weeks ago or three weeks ago, another lady came to our group of prayer and she said the same thing. And she said, yo, these days I am so tired. And I was like, oh, okay, this is spiritual. It's a spirit that you are dealing with. It's a spirit of fatigue and it's a spirit of laziness and there's a spirit of slumber. And I've been picking up this uh, ever since the month of October. I've been picking up the spirit of laziness. I've been picking up the spirit of slumber. I've been speaking, picking up the spirit of fatigue. And uh, you know, you, you sleep the whole night, but you wake up tired. You, there's nothing stressing you. There's nothing you've been too much, you know, overworking with or that you've been working with. But you feel so drowsy and so tired. You want to pray, but you sleep. You want to read the word, but you sleep. And that is a spirit that is meant to distract you. Because what I also heard the Lord saying is that we are in a season of building. We are in a season like in the times of Nehemiah, whereby we need to rebuild the ruined walls. We need to rebuild Jerusalem. We need to rebuild the temple of God. So the enemy tries any tactic that is there to distract the people of God from building. You remember in the times of Nehemiah, Nehemiah 
started to build, they started to rebuild the ruined walls of Jerusalem. And there was a spirit that was sent against him, the spirit of Tobiah and Sanballat. They wanted to distract him from building. They sent letters so that he can come off the wall, which means that he must leave his post so that he can focus on their foolishness, on, the, on their wickedness or on their evil and not do what has been set on his mind by God or in his heart by God to build. So that was a spirit that was sent to distract him. And they tried everything so that they can hinder him from rebuilding. They spoke lies against him so that uh, he would not continue to rebuild. They sent letters to the king and said, these people are, are about to revolt. If you allow them to rebuild this temple, they will revolt against you. So those were just the lies of the enemy because the enemy knew the might and the power of what will come from the building that they were doing. So the Lord just gave me understanding of why so much slumber, why so much fatigue. It's because we are in a season of rebuilding the ruined walls. Most things have been ruined as we are coming out, you know, of the season of the COVID. Uh, some churches have closed down. Some people's businesses have been shut off. Some, some people's uh, destiny have been, you know, uh, shattered or have been distracted from doing what the Lord has destined them to do or from the purpose that God has given them to do. So there's a lot of um, rebuilding that needs to be done. We need to rebuild the economy of the nation. We need to rebuild people's lives again because some other people have been hurt, have been wounded, have been bruised during the season of, you know, COVID. They've lost loved ones. They are hurt. They are in pain. They, they don't know where to start. Some of them, they, the people that were breadwinners and their families have passed away. So now they don't know where to start. So there's a lot of rebuilding. We need to rebuild the wells again. You know, uh, some churches have been closed for so long. So the atmosphere or the environment in the realm of the spirit in different territories where those churches have been placed have become so dark. There's been so much darkness that has entered because light has been removed. Prayers have been removed. The word of God, worship has been removed in those places of prayer, in those, you know, houses of God. And people have been praying individually in their own places. Some of them, because of lack of strength, they have ended up, you know, not praying and not reading the word and they are drained spiritually. So people need to rebuild their spiritual lives. We need to rebuild that the environment, the spiritual environment, the right atmosphere, you know, in the territories where God has placed us. We need to rebuild the right kind of environment, you know, and spiritual development in the lives of people even in churches because some of the, of the people have been drained by this they've been so much under oppression and so much under attacks you know of witchcraft during this time and they have not been able to rise up and to stand and take their position and you know build up their own spiritual lives first let alone that which god has called them to do so in this season the enemy has brought in a spirit of laziness, slumber and fatigue because he wants people to be wary of doing good. He wants people to be distracted from rebuilding. 
because we are to be rebuilding you rebuilding your spiritual life rebuilding your church environment and the spiritual environment in your church rebuilding the environment you know the spiritual environment in the territory you know or in the workplace where you are so this is the season of rebuilding we need to rebuild the economy of our nation there's a lot of devastation that has happened some people have lost jobs some companies have closed down you know so there's a lot of rebuilding people you know have been borrowing monies and the nation also has borrowed money so now we need to rebuild because the economy has suffered a lot so now there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to be done people need to work hard so that you know they can be able to restore that which the enemy stole during this time whether it is in their finances whether it is in their careers whether it is you know in their ministries or whether it is in their churches but there's a rebuilding that needs to be done so we are in the season of Nehemiah where we need to rebuild the ruined that has been, the things that have been distracted. And I went to check in the dictionary to find out what is the meaning of arise and what is the meaning of shining. The meaning of arise or the definition of arise means to come into existence, to take on form or shape to meaning that you need to develop you need to grow you need to originate you need to rise you need to spring up you need to uprise and it also means to move forward meaning that coming up lifting up moving up or move up or go up that is moving forward or it also speaks of get on one's feet from sitting or kneeling position or from a lying position. So you need to get up from sleep, get up from sitting down, get up from lying down, get up from kneeling, standing up. And what is the meaning of shine? This is all from the web, word web dictionary. And then the meaning of shine means to be clear or obvious, to be distinguished or eminent, to reflect light or to be radiant, to be bright or to emit light. And then from the Oxford Dictionary, the meaning of arise means a noun is rising. And then the verb, it says to come up from a lower to a higher position, to mount, to ascend, to rise, as to arise from a kneeling position or from a bed, to proceed, to spring, to mount, to soar, to go up, to appear, to emerge, to come in sight, to reveal itself or to come into view. It also means to rise from the dead, to rise again, to leave the tomb, and to come from the grave. It also means to begin, to originate, to spring, to spring up, to be excited, to come into action, and to come into existence, existence or to being. And shine means to give out a bright light. And it also means a quality of brightness when light is reflected on something. And I wondered, why is it that 
the Lord will say, arise. And why is it that he will say, shine? For your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises over you. It means that there is a certain aspect or a certain element of sleeping. You might be awake in another area, but you are sleeping in another area. You might be awake in your prayer life, but you might be sleeping in doing what God has called you to do or assigned you to do. You might be awake in your giving life, in your prayer life, in your worship life, in your word life, but maybe you are slumbering or you are sleeping when it comes to your career. You know, you are not doing what you're supposed to be doing. There's a spirit of laziness, the spirit of lumber, a spirit of, you know, uh, fatigue that has caused your hands not to do the work you're supposed to do. The Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes 10 verse 9, I'm just, verse 10, I'm just going to paraphrase it. It says, whatever your hands find, do it with all your might, which means that there is a work that needs to be done. When God says arise and shine, there's a work that needs to be done. There's a rebuilding that needs to be done. There is a purpose that needs to be pursued. There is a destiny that needs to be fulfilled. There is a work that needs to be done. You cannot work when you are sleeping. You cannot work when you are kneeling down. You cannot work when you are lying on your side. But when you begin to stand, a standing up, grow, going up and, you know, growing up and developing, it's a sign that you are doing something. It's a sign of, you know, working, you know. So when you are standing up, you're preparing yourself to do something. So which means that when you are standing up, you are, you are in a posture to work you are in a posture to develop you are in a posture to arise you are in a posture to do that which you've been predestined to do you are in a posture to spring up you are in a posture to grow up you are in a posture to move forward you can't move forward sleeping. You can't move forward sleeping. You cannot move forward lying down. You cannot move forward, you know, kneeling as if you are a child. It is only a child who cannot walk with kneels and goes forward kneeling. But you cannot, you know, when you are kneeling down, your progress will be slower than when you have stood up and you are walking. Which means that God says, arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord rises over you. So it means that God is giving you a command to arise and shine. He is giving you a way to arise and shine. He is giving you, you know, he's, he's telling you to arise and to shine. Which means that you need to be obedient to arise and shine. You need to stand up and arise and shine. For God is telling you to arise and to shine. For your light has come. It is your time. That's why there is slumber. That's why there is fatigue. That's why there's drowsiness. Because it's your time to work. It's your time to grow. It's your time to progress. It's your time, you know, to develop. It's your time to, to spring up and to be revealed. But the enemy is causing you to slumber so that you won't pray, so that you won't read the word, so that you won't do what you're supposed to do, so that you won't hear from God. Because the minute you arise in your place of prayer, the minute you arise in your place 
voice of the word, you begin to hear the clear directions from God. You begin to hear a rema word from God. You begin to hear what God says you must do. And you begin to get strength. God strengthens your hands. He strengthens the feeble knees that give way so that you can be able to walk into your destiny and walk into your purpose and walk into your God-given assignment and walk in your career and begin to walk in that which God predestined you to walk into. So which means that when you slumber, when you sleep, when you are lazy, when you, you don't grow spiritually, you don't grow in your career, you don't grow in ministry, you don't grow in areas where God wants you to grow. Because when you slumber, you are always sleeping. You are always drowsy. You can't, you can't discern right from wrong. You can't see clearly. You can't hear clearly because you are drowsy. When you are drowsy, you, you can't see clearly. You can't hear clearly. So which means that there's an attack against your eyesight. There's an attack against your spiritual eyes. There's an attack against your spiritual ears. The enemy does not want you to hear. The enemy does not want you to see clearly. He does not want you to hear right. But the Lord has given you the mind so that you can be able and the spirit so that you can be able to push through, so that you can be able to press in. So the Lord says, arise and pray. Arise and pray. Arise and study the word for your answers are in prayer. For your answers are in the threshing floor. Your answers are in the presence of God. Therefore arise and pray. Arise and shine. Arise for your light has come. The Lord is giving you a chance by your spirit to arise again. To pray again. To read the word again. To study the word again. To sit again in his presence so that you can be able to hear clear directions. So that you can be able to hear clear instructions from God. There are instructions that we get from prayer. As much as prayer is there to communicate with God, He also communicates with us back so that He can give us strategies on how to win and how to solve problems, on how to bring a solution into the in the world. There are people that need solutions, and you are the one that will give them the solutions when you arise in your place of prayer, when you arise and pray, when you arise and study the word, when you are arise and do what God has predestined you to do, what he purposes for you to do. When you arise, you begin to arise and you hear from God. You, you know, you hear the instructions of God. You hear the heart and the mind of God concerning every area of your life, concerning the people around you, concerning the nation and the territory. Some of you are called by God to be rebuilders of the ruined walls in churches, in people's lives, in families, in communities, in the nation and in the nations of the world but you need to arise from slumber you need to arise from laziness you need to arise from fatigue and begin to do what God is saying you must do so there is an enemy here slumber, fatigue, laziness it's an enemy and you're always tired you always putting it off. You always procrastinating. You know, you're saying tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Procrastination is one of the enemies that delays you from your progress, that delays you from your growth. If you say, I'm going to read the word tomorrow and you wake up tomorrow and you are tired again and you say, I'm going to wake up the other day and then read the word again. When will you put up time for God? So stop procrastinating. Stop making excuses. Stop delaying God. Stop being afraid. Stop being afraid to start. Stop being afraid to do. 
Stop being afraid to stand the ground and begin to voice out the truth and speaking the truth and the truth will set you free. So you need to arise from slumber. The other enemy that comes with this spirit is slumber, laziness, procrastination. You procrastinate because you are tired. Oh no, I'm going to put it off for tomorrow. Oh no, next week I'm going to do it. Oh, the next year I'm going to do it. We always say next year, but why don't you start now? When God is putting it in your mind to do, start now. When God is putting it in your heart to do, start now. Don't say, don't wait for tomorrow because you don't know what tomorrow will bring. Don't wait for next year because you don't know what next year will bring. Because people have been putting off things and saying, 2020, I'm going to do this and that and that. But 2020 came and there was COVID and people were not able, were not able to go anywhere and do anything. So what if you put so many things on hold because you wanted to wait for 2020 and now disaster came in 2020? So we need to lay aside all slumber, aside all sleep, aside all fatigue, aside all procrastination and begin to do the things you ought to be doing. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. What is it that you have been wanting to do? What is it that you have been called to do? What is it that the Lord has been pressing in your heart, impressing in your spirit to do? But you're still saying tomorrow, next year, the year after year, next year, when, when I am 40, when I am 50, when I am that age. No, stop putting off things for God. Begin to be obedient to the voice of God. Begin to do what God is calling you to do. The Lord is saying to you, arise and shine for your light has come. You can't arise where there is no light. It is the light of God that causes us to arise. You need the light of God. You need the light of God. You need to ask God to fill you with his light. You need to ask God to bring his light upon you. The Bible says, arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises over you. It is the glory of God that causes you to arise. It is the light of God that causes you to arise. The Bible says, thick darkness surrounds the people, but it shall not come near you because where light is, darkness cannot stand. So begin to ask God to bring his light upon you when his light comes darkness disappears so which means that fatigue disappears so which means that procrastination disappears fears disappears you know laziness disappears you know procrastination excuses de delays laziness disappears when the light of God comes upon you you need the light of God you need to ask the Lord to bring you his light the light will distinguish you from others the light will set you apart from others you know, the light will cause you to be noticed by others. You know, when the light is upon you, it's clear to see you. People will easily notice you. People will know of you. You, you will come into a room, you know, and people will begin to look at you as if something different has come in. Whereas all other people have been coming in, but they did not notice them. Nothing happened. But when you come, because the light of God is upon you, people begin to notice you. Why is it that people notice you when you enter into a room? It's because the light of God is in you. Fill us with your light, oh God. We need your light. Let your glory rise upon us. In the name of Jesus. You need the light. And the light pierces all darkness. When you come into a room, 
And people are bound by darkness. People are bound by oppressing spirits. People are bound by, you know, uh, spirits of witchcraft. People are bound by, you know, spirits of oppression, insecurities, fears, competition, lust, perversion. When you enter into a room, your light that shines causes darkness to disappear. People get liberated. People get delivered because the light of God is in you and you carry the presence of God. The light and the glory of God means the presence of God. Wherever you enter, darkness disappears. There is no way darkness can air can stay where light is. When light comes, darkness disappears. Darkness has no power because the minute light illuminates, darkness disappears in a second. In a split of a second, this darkness is removed. So you need to be the carrier of the light of God. You need to be a carrier of the glory of God. You need to be a carrier of the presence of God. You need to be a carrier so that you can be able to rebuild. So that you can be able to work the work God has called you to work. There are places, there are workplaces where you enter in. You sense the spirit of oppression. You sense the spirit of witchcraft. You see so many sangomas rising up. You see so many people being initiated to witchcraft. And you see so many people that are supposed to be carriers of the light. They are so oppressed. They are also under the spell of witchcraft. Because in that territory or because in that workplace or because in that environment, whether it be a church or, 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 in a, or a workplace or, you know, even a territory, you enter there and you sense so much darkness. You sense so much oppression. You feel it in your neck sometimes. You feel it over your head sometimes. You get tired. You are sleepy. You know, you, you don't want to do anything. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to pray. It's because of the spirit of oppression in that place. But you need to be the carrier of the light of God. When the light comes, when the light enters your life, no darkness around you can be able to stand against you. So you need to carry the light in your workplace. You need to carry the light in the church. You need to carry the light in your environment, in your territory. You need to carry the light in every sphere and domain where God has called you. You must be a carrier of the light of God. You must be a carrier of the glory of God so that not only you can be liberated, but also the people around you can be liberated. Because when you carry light, it's not only about you, but there are also people that their destiny is inside, is locked inside of you. They get helped when you are helped. They are light, you know, light begins to shine on them because you carry the light. So you liberate them also from the spirits of oppression that have been oppressing them. So you need to be a carrier of the light. So when God says arise and shine for your light has come, it's not only about you. It's not only for you. But there are also people that need to come and take this light and reflect this light that you are carrying and be also, you know, radiant because of the light that is around you. Because when you enter, darkness will disappear and therefore they will also be liberated. So you need to be a carrier of light. You need to be a carrier of the glory of God. You need to be a carrier of the presence of God. What are these things that you need to arise from? You need to arise from laziness, from the spirit of fatigue, from the spirit of, you know, um, late, uh, excuses, from the spirit of procrastination, which is delays and postponing things always. That is the spirit of delay. Procrastination is a spirit of delay. You need to arise from the spirit of fear. 
Fear to start new things. Fear to do what God says you must do. Fear of what people would say about you. Fear of failing. Fear of falling. Fear of doing things. Fear of beginning. Fear of progressing. Fear of, you know, the, the, the glory of God. Fear of, you know, uh, eh, 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 eh. you know, some people fear being successful. They fear being wealthy. They fear being rich because they think that they're going to fall from God if they, they do they, they are rich or they are wealthy. But God has given us wealth. He has called us so that we can be wealthy. So God wants us to be wealthy so that we can take care of others, so that we can help others. So there is no shame in you, you know. There's no shame in having wealth. There's no disgrace in having wealth. You know, there's no falling in having wealth as long as you don't put wealth above God or success above God. But you don't love money because the Bible says the love of money, you know, uh, you know, the love of money causes people to fall. So we, you, when you love money, it's a, you know, it's a beginning of falling. So you need not to love money. You, know, you need not to be a lover of money, but you need to be a lover of God. When you are a lover of God, God will give you eyes to see with spiritual discernment and ears to hear so that you can be able to see things before they come and hear things so that you can be able to be aligned to the purpose and the plan of God. So we must not be lovers of, of money, but we must be lovers of God. So what you need to arise from, you need to arise from disgrace and shame. Some people have been so much disgraced, such that they don't want to rise again. They are sitting there in that place of disgrace. They are sitting there in that place of shame. They have been put to shame by people, by loved ones. They've been put to shame in churches. They've been put to shame in their workplaces. They've been put to shame by the devil in their careers. There's been so much disgrace. There's been so much things spoken against them. And therefore now they are afraid to start again. They are so disgraced to continue again. They are so much in shame to, to progress again. But you need to arise from shame. You need to arise from disgrace some people have failed in a certain area and now they don't want to start again so they have a spirit of failure the spirit of failure is is, is you know is holding them down they cannot be able to progress because they are they having a fear to fail again they think that they're gonna fail again if they start another project maybe they will fail again they want to do that but they think oh what if i fail again because i failed a b and c maybe i will also fail here no that is the spirit of failure the enemy is is holding you down from building again from starting again from arising again and progressing again you need to arise from self-pity self-pity you know so you know you pity yourself so much that you can't do anything you are sitting in those regs you are sitting in that shame you are sitting you are making a pity party you know you you are so afraid and so ashamed that such that you pity yourself you know, some people, you know, they need to, you need to rise up from the dead. You need to rise up from death. Death means that you, you started something, but it died. But now you think that it's going to die again. It's going it's to fail again. Oh, some people have been put in cages by the enemy. They've been locked down by the enemy with, 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 with you know, with, with, with cords or with bandages of death. But now God says, arise and shine. Arise and shine for my light has come and the glory of the Lord rises over you. Over you. Yes, you hear me. Over you. Over you. The Lord wants to rise over you. Open up your heart and allow him to rise over you. The Lord wants to rise over you. Don't think of the person next door. Don't think about the don't think about you know your colleagues the one who you think that is prominent or eminent no the lord wants 
yourself as prominent, but God sees something in you and he wants you to arise because he wants to equip you to do it. That which he says you must do. Arise and shine. Arise and shine, for your time has come. This is the time to build. This is the time to start that project. This is the time to start that business. This is the time to pioneer in that area that God has been urging you to pioneer in. This is your time to build. This is your time to arise. No more shame. No more disgrace. Isaiah 54 from verse 4. God will not put you to shame again. I'm paraphrasing it. God will not allow you to be disgraced again. So do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. For you will not be put to shame. Do not fear. Let me read it. Do not fear, for you will not be put to shame. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed. Neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth, and you will remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. For you will not remember the reproach of your widowhood anymore. So arise and shine. Arise and shine. For your light has come, and the glory of the Lord it rises over you. This is a word the Lord gave in the book of Isaiah 54. He wanted, he was speaking to a barren woman. He was speaking to a woman who had no children. He was speaking to a woman who was with no child. And this woman, you know, was feeling pity and shame because society can, can destroy you or society can speak evil of you when you don't have children, when you can't produce Maybe there are things that cannot only be spiritual, physical, but spiritually. There are things that, you know, you seem barren in the spirit. You can't produce for fruit. You can't, you know, you are not pro progressive. You are not producing anything. You, you have not been able to build anything. You know, have not been able to birth forth anything. And now the enemy is making shame of you. And now the enemy is putting you into disgrace. But the Lord says in the book of Isaiah 54, from verse, from verse 1, sing, O barren, you who have not born, break forth into singing and cry aloud, you who have not labored with child, for more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married woman, says the Lord. Enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes for you shall expand to the right and to the left and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabitant. Which means that this is your season to stretch forth your curtains. This is your season to grow. This is your season to develop. This is your season, you know, to, to progress. This is your season to stand up. This is your season to shine. This is your season for you to be radiant. This is the season for you to reflect the light of God. This is your season for you to be bright. This is the season for you to be distinguished from the rest. This is your season to be eminent. This is your season to be clear and to be obvious. This 
This is your season for shining. This is your time to shine. And therefore, arise and shine. Do not sit upon the things of yesterday. Do not meditate on the things of the past. Do not let the past hold you down. Do not let the past, you know, put cards on you so that you will not be able to arise. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Shake off the dust. Remove the cords from your neck. Remove the chains from your body and begin to arise. The light sets you free. The light illuminates you. The light causes you to arise and to shine. Arise and shine. This is a place where the woman was busy having a pity party. Oh, I am barren. Oh, I cannot produce forth any children. Oh, I cannot birth forth any children. But the Lord had a word for he, for her. The Lord said, uh, you know, stretch forth your curtains. Stretch forth your tents. For you are about to expand. Hey, Your season to expand is now. Your time to expand is now. The Lord wants to end. In Jesus' name, amen.